0: All Friday with Burns and Gambo, presented by Seventy Two Sold Arizona Sports,
1: the local sports leader.
0: 5 o'clock hour, the Burns and Gambo show on this football Friday, live from the auction Community Studios. We will not be on the air on Monday. We'll give way to the Cardinals pregame show, so this is kind of our last opportunity here on Burns and Gambo to preview the Cardinals and the Patriots coming up on Monday night. We're treating it like we would treat a game that's being played on Sunday. So to talk about the Patriots, to talk about how important this game is for them, joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line, we welcome him back because we've had him on On many occasions, it's been a while, but we've had him on on many occasions. The founder, editorial director of BostonSportsJournal.com, Greg Bedard, joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Greg, I hope this call finds you well. Thanks for uh, returning our phone call today and coming on the air. We appreciate it. I thought
2: I offended you guys more than normal last time. It's been so long. Oh,
1: I'm sure. <laughs> oh, we'll never forget that prediction of what was it? Ten straight losses? Or, what, something what, like that. It, yeah. it was one of my best. It was. It was
0: absolutely. You were. You were Sports Illustrated.
1: I'll tell the story yeah. for the people who don't know because
0: you. You were. So such a good sport about it. Became a fan favorite. About 100%. I mean, we had great back and forth back in the day. So you you were covering football for Sports Illustrated. You did a game-by-game prediction for the Cardinals. You predicted they were going to lose 10 straight. And that was the year they went 13-3. and We had you on. We gave you some grief. We had a good laugh over it. Then the next year, the Sports Illustrated has the Cardinals on the cover, and you've got them winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> and we had you on about that. We had, we had great fun with you, Greg. It was, you were such a good sport about all of it. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, it was an illustrious period during my career, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Uh, before we get to the before we get to the the Patriots, damn, the Celtics look good.
2: Oh yeah, man! They wiped the floor with the Suns the other night, huh? Yeah, hey, do you guys look like a JV team. <laughs> yeah, no, they did, they did. I'm not gonna lie, they kicked the Suns' ass all over
1: the court. I mean, they were up by like forty six at one point. It was like, what is going on here? I, I just Tatum and Brown and the team. That team looks unbelievable. I can't imagine they're not gonna win the championship this year.
2: They don't. They don't even have Rob Williams yet. No. Wait till they get a real center. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they are scary. I think. Uh, I've been impressed with those young guys, like how they, they really took the loss in the finals to the warriors by heart. And, uh, you know, they're, they're dead set on avenging that. And, you know, they, they got a rematch coming up. Uh, I think it's tonight or tomorrow night. Uh so that'll be interesting to see the progress that they've made.
0: Yeah, the Warriors game is strong. I've been very impressed with how they, as an organization, respond to that. Not only with the guys on the court, but going out and making the additions, Malcolm Brogdon and things like that. They've played. They've played so well. Okay, so I, I got to admit, you're on our you're on our mind a little bit today because a, a tweet that you sent out from your website, bostonsportsjournal.com. dot com. We couldn't read it. We, we wanted to read it, <laughs> no, so, so We hey could not read it. You, you know, it, you,
1: it, pay it, up, you cheap <laughs> masters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem is that we got to pay for everything here. Every time I want to yeah. go read a story in another, like I'd be paying f- – $4,000 a month
2: if I had to pay for everything that I want to read. You you can afford it. Just don't buy as many shoes or anything. Something <laughs> like that.
0: So, as much as you care to give away about it, respecting the fact yep. that it is, you know, an article to pay for, you, you call this game coming up on Monday night important to Bill Belichick's future in New England. As much as you're comfortable with, explain why Monday's game is important to Bill Belichick's future in New England from your perspective,
2: Greg. Yeah, no question. And uh, I also talk. Talked about on my podcast, if people want to search for that. Greg did our Patriots podcast. Um, So uh, you know, basically, you know, in the wake of the Patriots, just they looked terrible the other night against the Bills. They weren't even competitive. Belichick's punting fourth and six with twelve minutes left, down three scores. And you know, with the long layoff before the Monday night game, you know, I checked in with some sources around the team, sort of you know asking about, hey, you know, how are things looking? You know, what are you hearing about the crafts and you know, how are they feeling about things? And really only Jonathan Kraft has talked on pregame radio once this year. And, um, you know, they basically backed Bill and, and, you know, what he was doing and where the team was. Um, but, you know, that was before they, you know, lost two straight games to both the, uh, the Vikings and, uh, and the Bills the other night. And, you know, just talking to them, the sense that I got was that um, I think a lot of people are – are fearful that if the Patriots don't win this game and um, the the post-game locker room after the Bills game, I'm sure you guys saw some of the quotes that came out of it. It was, I've never seen anything like it in my time covering the Patriots. Um, people, uh, some of the players were opening, questioning the play calling, the approach. Um, I think the players were mostly frustrated that it was a conservative game plan going in, which you expected because the Bills have a lot of po- firepower. The Patriots don't. And, you know, basically they played not to lose. And then, and Belichick's done that a lot, you know, play not to lose. And then in the fourth quarter, hopefully you make one more play. And what happened was is they fell behind. They fell behind 17-7 early in the second quarter. Bills scored on their first three possessions. And at that point, it looked, and I think the players felt this, that, that the Patriots were in basically, hey, let's, let's, let's make the final score look good instead of trying to win the game. And so there is a, this is a season-long frustration, especially on the offensive side of the ball, starting with the coaching decisions to make former defensive coordinator Matt Patricia, the uh, offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, Joe Judge, former special teams coordinator, is the quarterback's coach. The players were complaining about that way back, and it was on my radar way back in May. That has not gotten better. They are one of the worst offenses in the league. And then you you compound that with not even trying to win the game from the second quarter on, punting with 12 minutes left. Uh, people are frustrated. So if, if the Patriots, if they continue on this downward trend, if they can't win Monday night, where the team's at, where the locker room's at, there's a sense that this could really bottom out for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And if that happens, um I think the unthinkable is possible. Wow. And that means wow. Belichick possibly not coach of the Patriots beyond the season. Wow. Okay, because geez. there are wow.
1: certain guys in sports and in industries that you get to choose when you go out. And you would think that Belichick is, what, what six Super Bowls? You would think, I'll tell Robert Kraft when I'm not going to coach the Patriots anymore. He's not going to tell me when I'm not going to coach the Patriots
2: anymore. Well, that's... That's, I think, part of the issue. I think there, there's been an underlying current for a long time, at least since I started covering the team uh, around 2010. Um, and you could see this on some of the documentaries that they've had, NFL films, where, you know, uh, let's just say it's debatable how much it, does Belichick give Robert and Jonathan Kraft the respect that they think they deserve, Um you know, let's just start there. But then you compound it with Belichick's the one who basically pushed Tom Brady out the door. He goes on to Tampa Bay, wins a Super Bowl, almost knocks off the eventual Super Bowl champion. They're in first place again. He came back on Sunday night down 16-3 to 3 when, when Belichick decided at the same time to, to punt and not try to win that game. Maybe just try to not avoid getting blown out again by the Bills. And then, you know, there's a whole host of factors. Um, Brady, number one, number two, two years ago, they spent an NFL record $160 million in guaranteed contract to bail Belichick out of his uh, year after year poor drafting that that left the the roster entirely devoid of talent. Uh, That has not worked out. As you see, they could be on their way to their second losing season in in three years. Um, You know, and then... You know, you talk about the, what they've done to a promising young quarterback. I mean, they basically—I've said it all year long—they basically uh, take in the playbook on how to ruin a young quarterback, change the coordinator, change the offense, don't give them good protection. They've done that to a T. You put all things, those things together with some—you know—you know—a lot of people would say, "Well, who are you going to get? Who's going to be better than Belichick?" I mean, it's a fair question. But at 70, with his re- recent track record, Sean Payton's out there right now. Would he be there in a year or two? I don't know. Yeah. Billy O'Brien is well thought of here by the crafts. He's available right now. He might not be for long. Brian Flores, same thing. So to put follow. all th- those things together. And, you know, you could see how from the ownership side, you know, m- maybe for the first time they're actually entertaining that thought.
0: Yeah. Greg, we appreciate the time. Uh, we are uh, up against it, as it were, but we appreciate you coming on for a few minutes. It's good to have you back on the show. I don't know if you're traveling out here for the game on Monday. I am not. Okay, okay. So, uh, But I'm sure you'll be covering it from afar on your yep. website that you're the editor of. Uh, we appreciate the time, as always. Thank you for coming on and give us that fascinating insight. That was really good, good stuff. We appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks,
2: guys.